So, what happens when you take two very passionate and opinionated ladies and you add in Sooner football? What do you get? Talk sporty. I'm Dana and this is. I'm Sean. And we are here to talk sporty. This is season one, episode 10. And uh, we're here to talk about OU football and another loss. Yep. What do you think, Sean? Well, I think why the heck did we decide to start a podcast this year? <laughs> I thought the year the we've same lost five thing. games. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. the worst season we've had since 1998. And you know what happened to the coach in 1998? He yeah. got the axe. It's bad. And then we brought in it's Bob bad. Stoops. So why yes. did we decide to do this this year? We are gluttons for punishment. That's right. <laughs> well, maybe it's because your husband got all this equipment and said, come on, girls, let's do this. I maybe guess that's maybe why. that's it. We, but dang. Somebody needed to kick us in the butt. I don't know. <laughs> Well, we, 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 we had so care. much to we had so much to talk about with Riley. We did talk about Riley leaving and slammed yes, him true. some, but but now now here we are. So so here we are, Dana. and we are five and five on the season. And the first three games were all W's, and yep. then we had a drought, and then we had a win against Iowa State, and then we had a drought. And we had a win against Kansas, and now we're in a drought again. And yeah. uh, we need two more wins to finish out the season. Uh, one oh. for sure to be become bowl eligible. But yeah, I don't know that we can do it. I <laughs> I hate to say yeah. that, but I don't know that we can pull off another win. You know, it. So I was talking to um, a patient this week, and. Um, his son lives in Waco and is friends with Dave Aranda. And, and then this patient is a Wisconsin guy, so we talk about we talk Big Ten football too. And so um, anyway, we we're talking about how at that time Baylor wasn't bowl eligible yet either. And he said, "Well, what do you think?" I go, oh, "We got three more games, and it's West Virginia, Oklahoma State, and Tech. Surely we can beat we can win one of those." You know, I'm like, "We got West Virginia this week." Yeah, we can do this. Um, yeah. So, I mean, after after that, I, and I know Morgantown is a hard place to play, right? It's it's notoriously difficult. Our games with West Virginia are notoriously very close. Um, no matter what, no matter what kind of talent we have. It was rainy, cold. Yes. Marvin yeah. Mim said he, you know, he changed gloves. I think at halftime because he couldn't. He couldn't hold on to the ball. His gloves were wet. Um, yeah. And that's why he said he dropped those first couple of passes that were, that one would have been an easy touchdown. He changed right. gloves and was able to hold on better. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But it's just, it's so much beyond that. And yes, so yes, at this point in time, I'm not, I'm, I'm no longer confident that we can be bowl eligible. I was confident on Friday. Yes. And, and and even if we had lost to West Virginia, I don't know. There were just things that you know, just the same kinds of things, and and it's not just on the players. Some of it's on the players. The the coaches, you know, continue to in my mind Poor not decision do, making on their yeah. part. Don't you think, yes. Sean? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm like I'm so over the whole analytics thing because people. I think coaches then don't make wise decisions. I mean, I think you can use that, but just like that very first field goal we're kicking, it a fifty-four yarder went at the beginning of the game. In the first why? quarter, yes. pin them deep. Why yes. do that? It's the first quarter. Why? Yeah, no, that's that's silly. It's not like it's not like he's Burkick. I mean, it's right. not. <laughs> He's not that kind of guy, and so why do that? Why mess up his confidence? Uh, it's just foolishness. There's no reason. It's there's no reason to have to to even try to kick a, a field goal that's probably not going to be made right there. Just pin him deep and just go on, right? I right, mean, right. That's so. that's what we needed to do. Instead, we go for that. We go for a kick, and 
do poorly. Of course, we're yeah. able to hold them. You know, it was scoreless in the first quarter. Right. But um, it, it was just overall a, a crummy game plan, I thought. Yes, yeah. You know, Dylan and... was able to pass in the first half, um, and he had completions, but he predominantly did not pass in the second half. It predominantly became a run game. Well, yeah, and they, and they just, great. like, do those, like, passes, you know, those little swing passes. He's not throwing down downfield. Granted, he's he doesn't usually throw well downfield, right? I mean, Marvin, uh-huh. once again, is wide open, and he overthrows him. And, yes. you know, I know Marvin missed that one, and that one was on Marvin, but most of the time it's not. Most of the time Marvin will be wide open. It's got TD written all over it, and the touchdown doesn't get there. And, granted, they and did get connected. Get they got connected one time on that kind of play this week. But, um, yeah, so they don't throw downfield. So after a while, they figure, oh, okay, you guys are going to run and you're going to throw this, you know, the little swing pass. And so we can figure out how we're going to defend that. Right, and that was the fourth quarter. That, you know, all yes. we did in the fourth quarter was hand off to Eric Gray, hand off yeah. to Eric Gray, hand off to Eric Gray, hand off to Eric Gray. He did make first downs until we got down there and needed a first down. Mm-hmm. And they called it on first down, handoff Derek Gray. They called it on second down. They called it on third down. We go for it on fourth down. No, I guess we, we went for it on third down, didn't get it, and had another missed punt. Um, had another yeah. missed field goal. Yeah, and, and I mean, by then, I mean. play calling, Jeff Levy. They figured it out, right? It's yeah. like, okay, Eric Gray's beating us let's change our defense a little bit and they figured it out and what like we've got we've got nine other players on the field besides dylan and eric yes and we're just or javante because javante went in for eric eric there and they did the same thing with javante they just still ran you know they just ran 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 and then you know and even just like a little pitch play throw it to drake i don't i you know, use Braden Willis more. Did I don't we throw know. the tight end? Did we throw just the one, one pass? One pass. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. And the one that got the pass interference call. Yes, yes. Yeah. Can we not? Can we not run an end around? Did we run anything like that? End around. Hey, run Gavin Freeman down the field. Hey, let's. Yeah. Hey, throw the Wildcat in on one of those fourth downs that was For fourth sure. and one yard. Oh Absolutely. no! We had Dylan Gabriel try and keep it. What? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Come on, Jeff. I Levy. know you suck. I'm sorry, but he does. <laughs> I yeah. I'm. I um. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not big on Levy right now. I no, haven't been either. Well, the I, I'm not sure I've I ever got, been big on him, but for sure this, after the Texas game, I was done with him. Oh yes, totally agree. I mean, that was a worthless game plan that he dreamed up yeah. for a week. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that's all you can come up with in a week, you obviously were not a smart student in school. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. You didn't make a four point. That's obvious. But <laughs> the stats that I found, we our third down efficiency, we were one for eleven in the game. And I mean, West Virginia was seven for nineteen. One for eleven is abysmal. Yeah, and our fourth down was zero for two. And one of those was like a half a yard. And what do they do? Yes. They have Dylan Gabriel keep it. And he yeah. lost a yard, if I remember correctly. He didn't get a half a yard. He lost a yard. I mean, come on. Yeah. Play the Wildcat. Yeah. You, you've had that in your armamentarium. Try it. Well, the one time, there's that one time we had fourth and one. We had the false start. And then it's fourth and six. And then yes. they still go for it. And, the, and they still went gets, for it. The pass got batted down, and, you know, sometimes it's just like, especially in a really tight game like that, and there were times, not all, not the whole game, but there were times our defense, you know, was holding them. It's like some, we, it's like they don't ever play the field position battle. Correct. We never, we never work to try and pin them deep. Granted, you know, our, our punt coverage has not been great this year. I've got, I've got all sorts of frustrations about special teams yes yes yeah so except for this the scoop and you know score two points on the pat that was great that was a bright point when billy bowman gets out there scoops the ball up and runs the ball all the way back for two point conversion 
So it was yeah. a three-point swing. I mean, it didn't yes. help us win the game. No, um, but it was a three-point you know, swing, yeah. The the other thing that was abysmal was the, the with six minutes and 24 seconds in the fourth quarter, we miss the field goal. So we have six mm-hmm. minutes and 24 seconds to let them yes. score or stop them and get the ball back. But yeah, and we let we them do. run every minute, every second yeah. of that off the clock. Yes, exactly. Yeah, used our timeouts finally, but we should have figured out, hey, when we're getting under four minutes, three and a half minutes, we need to just part the Red Seas, let them run down the field and score. Yeah, we've yeah. seen that with other yeah. teams before. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, oh gosh, yeah, teams do it, that all the time. <clears throat> wasn't it case? Because that's a clock that management technique. Do what? Yeah. I, I think K-State let Texas do that one year, or Texas let yeah. K-State do that mm-hmm. one year just so they were going to get the ball back. Sure. I mean, well, I think Bob Stoops even did that before. Yeah. You know, even if that gives them a touchdown, I, I think our defense was saying, oh, let's try and stop them and hold them to a field goal. Well, if they get a field goal and we don't get the ball back, they win. So right. if yeah, they get a touchdown, matter. let them get a touchdown. At least let us have the ability to run down and get a touchdown too. Try and yeah. win the game or at least tie it. Yes. But no, it was just but, horrible play calling but, on the defense. You know, like, <laughs> just, um, so, like, the special team stuff. Yeah. So, early, I mean, it was in the first quarter, I believe. We have a kickoff that's short. Might have just been the first half. They have a 42-yard return, which becomes an eventual touchdown. Yes. And... Right. And so I, I I get that we usually kick it all the way into the end zone. And so the kickoff coverage does not have to do much, right? They just have to kind of run down the field. But if it doesn't happen, you have to be prepared. You, it's your job to cover that kickoff. And you know what? Same thing happened with Baylor yes. last week. They had a short kickoff early in the game. And they actually – I mean, I think that was – maybe at the beginning of the game, but is, you know, early on and, and Baylor scored cause they had, had a short field. And so it's cover. That's your job when you're on special teams. And so it's kind of, and that's just one example. I've got multiple, but it's well, just that like one too, Sean uh, Schmidt, the kicker is who tackled the guy. Well, he, yes. he tackled him enough to slow him down that one of the other defenders exactly. could get him tackled and stopped. So you I can't mean, rely on your kicker to do that. No. I mean, come and, on. And and your job shouldn't be like, okay, he he's almost always kicks it into the end zone, so I'm just gonna assume he's gonna kick it in the end zone. And I'm not gonna worry about it. It's 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 that's what it seemed like to me. You know, both those times against Baylor and against West Virginia, because he's so consistent at kicking it into the end zone they're just like okay well whatever you know we're just gonna assume they're not gonna try and return it you can't assume that just like you can't assume that they're not going to fake punt it oh yes oh yes and and when they do what it was like 16 yards that they had to get so even with the fake punt you still have the opportunity to stop them before they get to the first down mark Yes. And we did. And it's like we expected it almost. You know, we had defenders ready to go, but then they let them get 16 yards or however many it's yards. It's just like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, like however there's many no was. way they can get that much. Especially right. because we weren't faked out, but we let them. Yeah, yeah. Ah, and then once again, and I think I'm pretty sure because I think recently I've looked up number 81 before Trayvon West he hits the West Virginia return man and so then oh yeah and that was on that punt yeah and he he just runs right into him I don't know I kept thinking did he think the guy had the ball well it was obvious to us on tv that he didn't but did did he mistakenly think he'd caught it I I I don't know. know It, but anyway, it, it was, it was dumb, you know, and, um, and yeah, our punt coverage has just been pretty abysmal all year, you know, the one time we thought we actually had had it covered last week against Baylor when, you know, Marvin jumped up and 
popped it back in and we thought it was down and then it ended up being a touchback. It was because, did you hear about what happened with that one? No, I didn't. What happened? So, I mean, I just kept looking because everything, it's like, what? <laughs> so, apparently, college rules are if the ball breaks the plane, then it's a touchback. NFL rules are as long as the guy hasn't touched Touch a foot in there, even if the ball breaks the plane, he can knock it back into the field of play. But college rules, once that ball breaks the plane and the nose broke the plane a little bit, so touchback. So even though Marvin Mims made that great play and, you know, we downed it. So that's why in the Baylor game, okay. um, it ended up okay. being a touchback. I did not realize that was a different rule. Well, yeah. what but about... That was, that's, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. You go ahead. I was just going to say, that's the only time this year we've had, had decent punt coverage. And Turk is, you know, he, he's a, he punts it a long ways, but he doesn't always, you know, some punters can take enough off of it that they can kind of drop it, you know, inside the 10. Yes. I, I don't know that Turk always has that ability. And we, we've got some people, I think, who are fast on our team, but they seem to not be able to get down there. And it's not like Turk's kicking line drives. I mean, he has hang time. But anyway, so just special teams need some serious work. I'm not even sure who our special teams coach is, but we need some work on special yeah, teams. Yeah, I, I really don't know who is the Me special neither. teams coach either. Yeah. I mean, it had been Shane Beamer, but he's been in South Carolina at least two years. Maybe they <laughs> yes. haven't replaced him. <laughs> Maybe not. Oh, golly. Oh, golly. I guess they have, but maybe not. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Well, you what talked you to got, about girl? being breaking the plane of the ball in the end zone against Baylor. It reminded me of the play yesterday where we, um, of course, there's an offsides penalty. Right. We so, they got the that ball free play. In the end zone and mm -hmm. take a knee. And one of their guys comes and tackles our guy in the end zone, and he's down. And they maybe throw even a flag. targeted him. Yes, targeting was involved. They throw yeah. a flag, and then they go discuss it and pick it up and put it in their pocket and say, "There's no flag on the play." It's like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah. Most uh, everything how? I've seen on Twitter is like that was ridiculous. Supposedly, I guess the ref said that his knee didn't wasn't down. But everything on Twitter is oh. like they're doing the slow mos of the replay, and they're like, "That's so obvious." He was giving himself up, and anyway, yeah. that well, the commentators were so awful. Uh, oh my gosh, they OU. were so bad. I mean, they weren't very intelligent to begin with. Yes. Um, they didn't seem one to of know the worst games I've ever heard. Yeah, but. Even they said, oh, my gosh, how could yes. you put your flag in your pocket? Of course that was, of course yeah. he can't hit him after his knees down in the end zone. Right. Of course. Yeah. Come on. And that, but you know, would have been offsetting. And so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so um, I was telling you, and I I don't, I've read in the past some stats, but I, I couldn't find it before um, we were doing this today, but. Somebody has like tabulated some stuff. And so apparently since OU and Texas announced that they were leaving the Big 12, they have been penalized more than all of, you know, the, than the other schools. Like it, it just seems like there's a disparity in how often they're penalized and then how they're not given the benefit of the doubt, like in something like that. You uh -huh. know, where maybe another school, they would have kept the flag. And, I mean, I don't know, but somebody has done some um, a deep dive on uh -huh. that statistically. And they said it, it does look like that the refs tend to not give OU in Texas the benefit of the doubt on certain um, plays. And then they give more penalties to OU in Texas. You know, your job as a ref is to make yeah. sure that the teams play fairly and follow the yes. rules and you abide by those rules. So how can you root for one team over the other? That, that's pathetic. Yeah. So supposedly the Big 12 commissioner is like, um, yeah, if you, if you want to kind of look the other way every now and then or like, let you know, call those holds more often. And I don't necessarily see it 
that much. But something like that, you know, that's one of those things that, or even I, I saw somebody say that even the play where um, it seemed like Theo set the pick and, you know, Braden, if he had been. If he'd been behind the line of scrimmage. If he'd been behind the line of scrimmage. And that a lot of times they would have just picked up that flag and wouldn't have reviewed it. I don't know. But anyway, that's the conspiracy theory. And um, I'll go with it. I like it. Well, you think that, <laughs> that um, you know, the AD Joe Castiglione would get involved. You know, that he'd say, um, here, let me show you some numbers. I guess yeah. he'd have to go to the Big 12 commissioner who would just kind of right. roll his eyes. Yes, exactly. Who'd just kind of roll his eyes. Well, you know, and, when we and left. Hey, you guys are leaving anyway. We don't care. Well, when we left the OU Baylor game last week, we're walking out, um, and there were some Baylor fans. Um and they they shouted something about SEC, SEC. And so Robin and I just turned around and said, we're going to make $50 million more dollars than you are next year. $50 million, yeah. $50 million, $50 million. <laughs> And they were like, SEC, SEC. We're like, $50 million, $50 million, 50 like old Johnny Manziel and show me the money. <laughs> yeah. So we did at least get our word in. Now, all the Yay, people around us just kind of looked at us like we were nuts or something, but. That is hey, and you talk about show. me like me getting into fights, Dana. Look at you. I know, I know. I've rubbed off on you. But here, $50,000 is what we should be getting over and above what we get, what the Big 12 will get, even with yeah. their new, you know, their new deal. Um, right. OU and Texas should each be getting an extra $50 million over and above what the Big 12 teams will make. But um, yeah. anyway, Baylor shut up after we, the, the, the few sure. Baylor fans were like, Zip it. Okay. <laughs> or we we'll felt like we now. got the last word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, we'll see what happens with that. Should we talk about some other stuff? Yes. Let's talk about something more exciting. Like, oh, hey, just, I don't this know is what. still, okay, this is still OU football centered. Okay. So I think Dylan Gabriel's a great guy. Yes. I'm not, and I think he's an okay quarterback. I think there's that he has some problems, like throwing the deep ball. Yes. He throws yes. darts, and he can't just, like, throw, you know, this lobbing pass. That, yeah, that Marvin can run under. So, that, so I was watching a little bit of the Bama Ole Miss game. Uh -huh. And I'm like, and I know they lost, but I'm like, Jackson Dart. You know, talk was that he was maybe going to transfer to OU. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. And back, you know, way back. I'm like, Jackson Dart? Yeah. I think we I think we could have played with him. Yeah. I well, think I, we'd maybe think have a little bit better somebody. record. Yeah. Do it. It's time to find somebody, is it not? In this day so, and age of the NIL, don't we shouldn't we go out and actively recruit? I know Dylan so, has another year left and I'm like you, I like him but yeah, there might be a reason he wasn't starting at UCF after mm -hmm. he got hurt because the UCF quarterback that's playing now is better. Yeah, and, and you yet know, we have Levy saying that none of our backups are any good, but he won't let us see them. Yeah, yeah, the only one we've seen wasn't good. Yes, right, and he so, maintains he's all that we've got, which can't yeah. be, we can't be that bad. That's how I am. So, so um. And Jackson Arnold, who's going to sign, or in, unless he changes his mind, people say, and I've seen a couple of his high school plays, that some people claim he's better than Arch Manning. Oh, wow. So, so and his, I think he's going to, his plan is to be an early enrollee. So, okay, but, spring. Um, Levy won't play Nick Evers. You know, and I'm kind of like, what did West Virginia do yesterday? They pulled they, their they, backup quarterback out, and he yes. looked a thousand times better than he JT did. Daniels, and yep. he killed us. He killed yep. us. He was yep. their leading he rusher, sure over a hundred yards rushing and over a hundred yes. yards passing, and he hasn't yep. even been playing. Yep. And so, hey, and you know what? Even if you just do it for a series, we should have done that against Baylor. Yes. When, you know, 
getting interceptions. When we get bogged down, send, yeah. send the other guy. And I'm not talking right. Davis Bevel. Davis Bevel right. can oh, be the water no. boy. He does yes. not ever need to take the field again in Amen an OU uniform. Amen to that. Amen. Put in yeah. General Booty because yep. he had 3,500 yards in passing last year. Juco, yep. 27 yep. touchdowns we're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was Juco ball, but the boy can pass. Yeah. Or let Nick Evers, who's a true freshman, let him get in there and play. That's right. We haven't seen you either still, one of them. You can still save his red shirt. Yeah. You're not. You're He's not. He's been playing four games. He took. That's he was right. In, he was involved. The only possession I've seen him play was at Texas. And he had yeah. to just. And right there at the end. end. Yes. Yeah. And he played so about I'm two Yeah. So I texted my dad that. And my dad's like, well, is he tall? 6'3". Nick Evers is 6'3". He was the number one rated dual threat quarterback last year coming out of high yeah. school. Okay. So, so he can run let too. Him get some experience. Yeah. So let's, and you know what? If he's not good, fine. Then we know. But guess what? If he is good, which I have a feeling he's sitting there good, he's not staying. He no. and General Booty are gone. If I was them, I'd have already been out of here. That's I've right. Been gone after the Texas game, and I, I mean, said, which that's what you think of my talent. That's right. right. That's right. right, Coach Levy. You yeah. suck. And and so that's the thing. Levy's he's got. I mean, I I don't love that coaches have to spend time thinking about the transfer portal and what that means. But when you've got a five star coming in as a freshman, and you've got a freshman who was like a number four rated dual threat quarterback who's a freshman right now, and it looks like you're trying to redshirt him, they're not both going to stay. Why do you think Tanner Mordecai is at SMU? Correct. Correct. I mean, he left so, because of Spencer Rattler. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're not playing that um, – We're not. he's not handling that roster stuff well. And – Let's just see, you know, sit Dylan for a while. Sometimes, like last year, um, or we did it with Spencer, I'm, but maybe not the Texas game. But, I mean, sit him, let him think about it, put him back in if you need to. Right. It was the year before when Spencer yeah. was okay. really playing well. It was the OU-Texas yeah. game, and he had he was okay. not playing well, and they set him down, and Tanner Mordecai came in and moved the ball yeah. well. And yes. then Spencer went back in at halftime and, okay. and played yeah. much better. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I wholeheartedly and, agree. And you know what? Lots of lots of coaches use that technique. Well, it happens but, at Clemson. Dabo does it. <laughs> exactly. Come on. Everybody seems to do it to us. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we won't do it because we don't have anybody ready to play. I do well, not believe that for anything. How come well, my freshman? Theory... How come the freshman guys on defense were like, get them in there, get them some experience? Yeah. But Coach yeah. Levy doesn't want to let any of the QBs get any experience. Well, my theory, he does. Dylan's his guy, right? Dylan's right. Levy's guy, and he does not want somebody else to show Dylan up. He does I not agree. want to have to make the decision to pull Dylan as a starter. And if somebody and looks I... better than him, it's going to happen. People I will do call think for it. Dylan is a team leader, which yeah, we need. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, yeah. But I also think Dylan will see, hey, if I'm really not the best one out here, then mm -hmm. I'll support who's coming in off the bench. I yeah. I think Dylan is that kind of a guy. Yeah, I mean, it's team not, over it himself. does sound like it. Right, yeah. He, he sure so seems anyway. like that. Anyway. And I don't know, was, maybe all of the QBs on the side are awful. But Javante Barnes has become like the number two running back. Yeah. How did that happen? Yeah. We had Marcus Major was injured, so we had to let Javante Barnes get mm -hmm. get some playing time. Oh yes, wow. And all of a sudden we realized he might be better than Marcus yeah. Major. So yeah. why are we not even trying that? Instead, I when Dylan was injured, we play one guy and one guy only, or we rely on the Wildcat. Right. We relied on the Wildcat because we didn't trust the one guy that we were playing. Yes. So, and if yeah. and if he's the best we got, then we are in serious shape for next year, too. We are. Yes, we are. 
Yeah, okay. That was my Jackson Dart versus Dylan Gabriel kind of thing. Um, I like so. it, though, Sean. I like it. Okay. Maybe Good. maybe you Good. and I ought to start calling these guys and seeing if they'll come play for us. Yes, yes, yes. Sean and Dana, talk sporty. We, we need you. Okay, you got anything <laughs> else? Because I got some other things if you don't. Huh, no, huh. What do you have? Okay. All right, so but, because misery loves company, we can talk about Jimbo Fisher and their <laughs> three and seven. Okay, okay. And, and, and you, so everybody knows Dana has a daughter who graduated from A&M. So it's not that she, you know, it's not that she cheers against A&M, but okay. So Jimbo Fisher has this crazy buyout. He's got this guaranteed contract. 80 some odd million, right? Yes. It's It's 80 something million. If they fire him on January 1st, 2023, it's 85.9 mil they have to 85 million okay i knew it was something 80 million if they wait till 2024 it's 76 mil 76.8 mil why they wrote him a contract like that i'll never know and but what do you do if you're a&m right now i mean you cannot let this happen can you and supposedly he has all these great recruits and best recruiting class and they stole a d lineman from us and stuff that David Hicks, but is David Hicks going to still go there? Who knows? I mean, who knows? Who knows? And I, granted, you know, I know, I know we're losing recruit. I mean, I know like Colton Bassett, he's he flipped to Texas. I know we're losing guys too. I get that, but at least we've won five games instead of just three. <laughs> I I don't know if you tell Jimbo we got to overhaul everybody. You got to fire everybody and start over. Yeah. I always thought he was a good coach, especially especially when he was at Florida State. But, right. you know, he left there kind of in a big, it was kind of a mess. I mean, I think there uh-huh. was more socially <laughs> going on yes. than just on yeah. the field. Right. But um, it's sad. It really is yeah. sad. Yeah. And A&M has deep pockets. They got lots of money to spread yeah, around. They but do. I just but, can't believe they pay But do pay they have that million. much? I mean, how can, how can you justify that? Well, I, I don't know. As a, but, you know, as they a public university. Get him. Yeah. yeah. They they paid Crazy. him a lot to get him, and he really hasn't produced um, nope. what you'd think out of what, what his salary was. Yeah. Of course, it kind of makes me nervous about going to the SEC. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, when you're – we would go down to visit our daughter there on campus, and there's always a new building. Two, maybe. Oh. Three okay. sometimes being built huge yeah. buildings okay. compared to I go to the OU campus and I'm like right. well you can see there's yeah. been a little um, landscaping done mm-hmm. <laughs> these are massive buildings they're building just yeah. right in the middle of campus 10 stories mm-hmm. tall 15 stories tall um, it's impressive when you yeah. see it you realize there is a lot of money down there on, yeah. on the campus being used to, yeah. to build things that right. we don't really see in Norman yeah well, there, um, the school's huge, as you know, and there are alums everywhere. I never travel anywhere without seeing somebody during a trip. Even when I've traveled a little bit internationally, I always see somebody with an A&M shirt. Always. Yes. Yes. Or a ring. Always. Yes. That's uh-huh. what my husband and I will notice. Or whatever. You see a hat, you see a ring, mm-hmm. and it's like, always. okay, you can tell they're yeah. alumni. And we'll always say, mm-hmm. hey, our daughter's an A&M alumni. Right. You know, and they'll sure. hold their finger up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, well, it, that's part of it, why she went there, right? Yeah. She yeah. Was, she yeah. she is analytical enough that she said, I'm going to go where I have great alum support. Yes. And she did. And they do. And, she, uh, you know, and they, they do, and she was wise. They, yeah. They pour money into that university. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they will try and fire Jimbo. <laughs> yeah. I just, oh, I can't golly. believe that they will, but uh, they may look Yeah, I can't believe they will either. Not this year them. anyway. I guess if he gets another, you know, really high recruiting class and then they're still not doing anything, maybe they'll talk about it. Yeah, but maybe so. I don't know. He, to it's me, something. he has always needed a quarterback. And, and if yes. he'd have a quarterback. That's true. You're right. He'd have a much better team. That You know, Kellen Mond, he inherited him. Yeah. And lived with him for several years. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't I don't mean physically lived with him, but he yeah. used him as the quarterback. And he was not a he was not a top notch quarterback. Right. Yeah. You know, he just wasn't. Um and I, I look at our team and say, 
we we have some similarities. I mean, we have young mm -hmm. guys at lots of positions. Right. And that's one of the things Venables was talking about this week, that we don't really have anybody on defense except Deshaun White that's been a full two-year starter. Um, even Jalen Redmond didn't have two full years of starts on on. Oh, him. so David Oguibu didn't start last year? Or start he as has, much? He has one year and part of this year. Okay, you know, that's what Venables was saying. Most all of these yeah. kids have been starters this year, and only one or two of them had starts last year. Right. Okay. And a few of them had five starts here, four starts there mm -hmm. last year. So he yeah. was trying to say, all, you know, all of our defense is still young, even if they're right. upper level um, juniors and seniors, they sure. still haven't had all that playing time. Yeah. But um, hopefully getting the freshmen in and getting them to mm -hmm. play more, hopefully all of that will improve um, right. for next year. But mm -hmm. we, we, we've got that on the offensive side, too. I mean, yeah. our O-line is the most experienced of, of anybody. But mm -hmm. again, I digress. We were talking yes. about Jimbo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's I'll, what we I'll do. quit. We, I, I just need we to digress. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. It is interesting, though. It does seem a little bit like there's a little, um, and maybe it's just a weird year, but like there's some parity in, in college football now, um, you know, I mean, just look at the Big 12, except for TCU. I mean, everybody is have such similar records. Clemson, you know, loses to people that they, you know, maybe traditionally wouldn't. Alabama's not Alabama this year, right. not a typical Alabama team. And, um, yeah, just I, I wonder if with the transfer portal and the NIL stuff, you know, my thought was that the rich were just going to keep getting richer. And it, that may be how it shakes out, but it does almost seem like there's a, a little bit of parity this year. I mean, just like, you know, Washington beat Oregon last night. Right. I, I agree. Well, and Washington took um, Michael Penix um, from Indiana, and he's a star now in Washington. Yes. Whereas in Indiana, yeah. he, he was going to win some games, but he wasn't going to win the Big Ten. But right. he can go play at Washington, and he's, yeah. you know, top 25 ranked. Indiana mm -hmm. was probably never going to be ranked top 25 right. coming out of the Big Ten. Yeah. So that was a good move for him. Mm -hmm. um, Bo Nix, he played yes. at Auburn. He was awful, yeah. I yeah. I thought. And yes. yet he gets recruited to go play at Oregon, and yeah. he looks like a star there. Right. You know, yeah. so there's definitely, if you are missing one important component to your yeah. team, you can go out and recruit yeah. it. And, and that's and why I'm surprised. I'm surprised that A&M hasn't been able to get that QB, right? Right, right. And, Chris, so that may be a Jimbo thing. Maybe he yes, is not maybe. good at evaluating mm -hmm. quarterback um, yeah. potential, uh, maybe. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Of course, or, then look at TCU. Then look what Duggan's doing, and he's been there a long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you know? if you'd asked me, well, and he wasn't even starting. He didn't start right. the first couple games. Right. Yeah. The starter got injured, and he comes in, and then they're like, "Oh, well, you're so great, you're going to get to be our starter." And he yeah. may take them to the final four. You know. I know. At this point, I'm like, "Go TCU." Uh, yeah, me, me too. Go Horn Frogs. Even though, like you said, who's scared of a uh, a Horn Frog? But at this it's point so in time, scary. I'm like, "Please, TCU, just keep rolling," because you know, let's at least. Have somebody from the Big 12 there. And, but right now, I am a Wolverine the rest of the season. Well, I think you ought to be a Wolverine, yes. yes. So when's the big Michigan-Ohio State game? Yeah. Is it Thanksgiving? It is, I believe so. Okay, that weekend? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I looked the other day and I forgot. I start getting my all my college football schedules jumbled up but at this point in time I'm like this is why it's not really truly but we'll say this is why I went to two college football blue blood schools so that if one wasn't having a good season hopefully the other one would be so you could switch on. there you go yeah I can yeah. switch on and off yeah. yes yeah. I'm okay with that Especially I, I, this year. I'm, our, I'm our still season. sooner born and sooner bred and when I die I'll be sooner dead but I can also say go blue. Okay. 
Okay. Well, okay. I may I may adopt them yeah, <laughs> for on. the remainder come of the season. Come on over. We'll take you. <laughs> because the Wolverines will be happy to take good. you. We play in the big house. We got room for everybody. <laughs> I really don't like Jim Harbaugh, though. Oh, my gosh. Well, Mr. You know. No personality. But. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, um, you know, I will tell you, like three years ago, I thought they needed to get rid of him. So they stuck with him. That's kind. I mean, you know, it's kind of interesting. They stuck with him. Well, and he took. They, I don't cut. think they would have stuck with him if he hadn't been an alum. But they stuck with him, and look what he's doing now. Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. looking better he's, than he ever did. Yeah, he's making it happen somehow, some way. So it's fun. All right, Dana. So I think that one of the best things that has come out of NIL is that Bryce Young can be in commercials. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Is he not the I cutest? I love that commercial. I love he that is the cutest. He is the cutest little thing, and him in the Fansville commercials and in the Heisman House commercials. Oh, my gosh. Love that kid. I love those commercials anyway. They're, they're so much fun. But he's just got that little glint in his eye. And so well, thank looks, you, NIL, he's, for he's that. He's young. And he yes. looks fairly innocent. And then on yes. the Fansville commercial, when he <laughs> takes the kid aside and he's like, this is my room and these are my parents and you need to beat it or whatever. And you're just oh, like, it's oh so my gosh, he's going to kill that kid. He's, so <laughs> he's got funny. that glint, like you said. Like, oh, he does. He has that little out. glint in his eye. Oh, such a cute. <laughs> so Dana, for our tell me about your favorite. Tell me about okay. your favorite fansville or heisman house commercial or one of each or whatever let's oh, just gosh. talk commercials well, the fansville let's talk commercial would be that one where he, the one where with bryce sitting, young the one we're talking yes. about where he's sitting on yes. the on the couch and the kid comes home and he's like what are you doing in my house and he goes this is my house welcome to my house these are my parents <laughs> <laughs> and he and throws, then, the, throws the dr pepper at him he's like here kid and it spews and all over <laughs> Yes. And then he catches him. He's up working out in the kid's room. You know, yes. and the kid comes in. He's like, what are you doing in my room? And he's like, this is my room. And these are my parents. And you're getting out of here. And you just think, oh, my gosh, he is going to beat him. He <laughs> I'm scared. So funny. Yeah. yeah that's for my favorite you know, Fansville. <laughs> what yes, about you? At first, What's your... The first kid, the kid walks in and he's just like. And Bryce is just like, oh, hi, you know, how are yeah, you? He's all hi, lovey-dovey. Yeah, he's all sweet. Yes, <laughs> so cute. So my, um, there's so, um, I, the Fansville commercials are great. The one with the angsty teenagers, you know, out like by the bonfire and stuff. Oh, yes, so funny. yes. Uh-huh. Love the one from last year with the goalpost in the yard, you know, and Brian Bosworth's like, have oh, yeah, the swing set. Post? We just put this new swing set, but have you seen, you know, what their um, antenna? But so my favorite, I think my favorite um, of those, at least for this year, is um, it also involves Bryce Young. It's the one where Bryce um, is looking all over Heisman House for his stuff for the game. And, you know, like, I think it's Barry Sanders and whoever else. They're just sitting on the couch and they're like, what? We, you don't play till tomorrow. And yes, then the one goes, yeah. oh, yeah, college kit. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, college kit. And he's looking for socks, and his socks are, like, on the um, golf clubs, you know, as little golf club covers. And he's just – he can't find any of his stuff. You know, Kyler's got his shoulder pads on, you know, under his jacket. And he's like, oh, fashion, you know, <laughs> looking for his helmet. And, you know, they're messing with his helmet and stuff. So funny. And then Baker is, like, going to take him to the game. And um, he walks out there. And Baker's like, so, where are we going? And Bryce is like, Texas. And Baker's like, cool, road trip. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I love it. But then another, yes, this is one. this is Brett's favorite Um Heisman House commercial, Bryce Young's also in it, but all the Alabama boys. And so, you know, Baker's like, have you seen this one where Baker's looking out the window and he's talking to Barry Sanders? Yes, that's probably oh. my favorite one too. It is hilarious. Hilarious. You know, Barry's and like, just, hey, how you doing? And, you know, Baker's like, the elephant's in the room. The elephant's yeah. in the room. The elephant like, is in the room. <laughs> he's like, come home quick. <laughs> So and then you see funny. the elephant. <laughs> yes, yeah. But, you know, Barry's like, what's that sound? And 
Baker's like, oh, Bryce got a tuba. <laughs> oh, no, Devante. Devante, Devante. got the tuba. Yeah, Devante. Devante got the tuba. But the rest of them, they're out there and they're doing like cheers and they're doing like stunts, like cheerleading stunts, you know, all the Alabama kids together. Oh, my gosh. So funny. Yeah, so that, funny. that so. is funny. And like you said, it's fun that he can, Bryce Young can be in them. Yes. Even though he's still got college to yeah. play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which there's a lot of things about the NIL I don't always like, but that, that I like. That yeah. I like. And, you know, that's truly using his name, image, and likeness, right? I mean, I think some of these things kind of blur that, blur that line a little bit and they're, they're walking a little bit of a tightrope. But that, he's using his name, image, and likeness. He did get the Heisman and he's, He's great in those Fansville commercials. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's taking over. So, anything else, Dana? I don't guess so, Sean. I, I don't know. The Bedlam is going to be Saturday at yeah. 6.30 p.m., and who knows what team will show up. Well, yeah, on either side, uh, right? On either now, side. I they mean, did cause... show that. OSU Spencer Sanders played towards the end of yes. the game. Yeah, well, I watched some of that. Yeah, Saturday. I, I didn't see any of it. Um, yeah, they started Gundy's son. Right, they started Gunner, and then yeah. I guess he was not really moving the ball that well in the second half. So they put Spencer Sanders in. So yeah. does that mean he's totally cleared to play Saturday in Norman? I, I don't know. I don't know. But we do yeah. horribly against a dual threat uh, quarterback. So yeah, if he plays, I don't think it'll be a great game for Red. Unless unless Spencer Sanders does what Spencer Sanders sometimes does, which is That's turn true. the ball over. If he throws some picks um, yeah. or fumbles, that'd be great yeah. for us. <laughs> we'll take because it. otherwise our defense, as they showed with the backup quarterback for West Virginia, yeah. And the backup quarterback for K-State, um, mm -hmm. we can't stop him. Yeah. We, we can't stop that dual threat guy. And Yeah. And uh, our defense, there, there are moments that I, I kind of love them. I mean, even yesterday and also against Baylor, because they'll make some stops, right? Mm -hmm. and, and they'll do some good things. And, and Stutzman will have you know these big plays and and Jalen Redmond will have big plays and you know lots of the guys but and then they and then they don't and it's just it's like they they make those stops and I know all of the stops are important but then when you've got to have one just yes. like Baylor's last drive of the, in yes. the Baylor game when you when all you have to do is get them off the field we can't seem to make that happen and right. and I don't know if it's schemes and I don't know if it's talent and I you know I don't know what it is um but it, it's it's frustrating for all and I know it's frustrating for those guys too oh right and, I, I know it's frustrating for them for sure yeah you know you they hold them to a third and 16 or they get a mm -hmm. tackle for loss or they get a yeah you know a, a, a drop fumble but it's recovered by the offense and so it's long third and long and then we let them get it we they get I know. five yards extra <laughs> yeah just like, i mean how how, how, can how does that happen that right happen? yeah or it's fourth and short and we jump off sides and they yes. get it by penalty yeah exactly so i don't know um you know i i like that we're you know, getting the, some of those young guys in, our Mason Thomas, um, Robert Spears Jennings, um, Canick. I mean, I'm I'm yeah. glad we're playing some of those true freshmen. They, they need the they need the practice. I mean, yeah, they do. And um, so anyway, we'll we'll see what happens and hope we can get. I guess I hope we get bowl eligible. Well, we, we need it for the, not so much for a great bowl. Um, yeah. You know, it may be go to San Antonio or, yeah. uh, you know, UTEP. El I mean, Paso. Texas El Paso. Yeah. Um, but we get those extra practices. Um, yes. And I think that's what's yeah, important right. about getting that bowl game. We get, I don't know, two more extra weeks of practice that if you're not bowl yeah. eligible and you're not going right. to a bowl game, you don't get that practice together as a team. 
Yeah, that's we definitely an excellent point. Should benefit from more practice. I I mm -hmm. think. I mean, I yeah. I think that's important from the standpoint of we get better by practicing mm -hmm. more. And I th yeah, that's also. So I don't know how many of the committed recruits are planning on signing early, but then the ones who don't, they'll watch those bowl games and they can flip, or the ones who haven't committed, you know. And so if you can come out and show something big in a bowl game that you've, you're making those improvements and stuff, um, or, you know, I'm sure some recruits are like, okay, there's holes. I can, I can go in there and I can play right away. Right. That's so, what at so this point we have to. Hope some of them the they're looking for saying, that too. Yeah, I'm glad they may not be that great um, in the yeah. backfield. I yeah. want to, you know, I want to start. I want to be. I sure. want to be that person. Yeah. So, anyway, lots, lots of stuff, lots of stuff. But yeah, we'll we'll be we'll be in our places on Saturday night and and sooner sooner. Hopefully, it's not too cold and. Oh, I know. I, I haven't even looked at the weather to yeah. see. And hopefully it'll and be And it's on game. ABC. So, I mean, we, yeah. we, it'd yeah, be nice, that's to, another, have, it'd be be nice, nice to have, have a good, a good game. showing. Yeah, it would be. Especially, yeah. But let's, let's get a winning record after that game and not have a losing record, right? Yeah. We're five and yes. five now. So that, so I let's win get bowl eligible on Saturday yes. night. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm with you. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, uh, Boomer. Sooner. Go all you. Woo. See you, Dana. All righty. Bye-bye.